Welcome back to Tax Talk with Hey Hey, where we offer simplified tax planning and mentorship to help six and seven figure CEOs ditch the daily hustle. By achieving financial independence from your business, by increasing your purchasing power and diversifying your source of passive income. Through financial mentorship, realistic goal setting, and simplified tax planning, without having to hustle for the rest of your life, with the guarantee of the optimal roadmap to move you towards your desired time freedom. Hello everyone, welcome back to another Tax Talk with Hey Hey. I am your host, Suhei Piedra with Prominence Business, located in beautiful Glendora, California. So here we are, the last week of the year. It's holiday season and we've all been distracted with the beautiful things, family, wrapping up the year and all of that amazing stuff. Well, I wanted to take this time to really address some of the things that we go through and some of the things that we have to help clients with. Most of the time, our job is to facilitate and make clients feel comfortable knowing that they that we got them, that we're taking care of them, right? But for those of the of you individuals out there that may may not be our clients, right? It's what do you do? And so I want to take this time to take advantage of telling you that, you know, even though it is the last week of the year, we're starting again next week, uh, January 1st, 2024. How can we start that year better? You know, what can we do to make some positive changes in our business, in our finances, so that we start the year with a better foot? So we always like to do a vision board, right? My sisters and I, we like to, and other members of our, you know, uh, network, we like to get together and do vision boards. To me, the vision board helps us put some things into perspective. What is it that we really want to accomplish this year? What are some goals? And so we have come to realize that with these vision boards, when we set these goals, they fluctuate. Some of them get done, some of them don't. And it's totally okay, right? Some of them may roll over into the new year. But it's taking the time to really appreciate the ones that, you know, actually did happen. When we reflect back on the year, we give ourselves a pat on the back and be like, wow, we accomplished this. We got to travel here. We actually did what, you know, one of the things or a couple of things on that vision board. And what didn't get accomplished? You know, what can we roll over into the new year? So it's time to really reflect on those things. What is it that we want to change? Now, in some recent groups that I'm in, we've been trying to practice, practice more of a steady rhythm. So instead of fluctuating up and down, having some days motivation, some days I'm not motivated, some t- sometimes I want to get out of bed, sometimes I don't want to get out of bed, sometimes I want to um, you know, keep my books and my finances in order, sometimes I don't want to balance my checkbook and I don't care. So instead of keeping that flow of ups and downs, it's just having something a little more consistent, having some consistency that can be a little bit more achievable, more chunk it down in a sense, things that we can grasp a little bit better, things that we can check off at the end of the day on a daily basis so that it's not so overwhelming. When we meet with clients, the first thing they do is they feel very overwhelmed when it comes to taxes. They feel very overwhelmed that they didn't do their bookkeeping. It's very overwhelming that they don't know how much the business is making or how much it's not making. 
So it's very overwhelming and confusing. You're good at what you do. And that could be, you know, maybe you're a baker. Maybe you are a fitness coach. Maybe you're a construction individual. It doesn't really matter what industry you're in. You're great at that. But the back office stuff sometimes just gets let go of because there's not enough hours throughout the day. When we look at clients that, um, you know, have fallen through the cracks and come, they come in here and they're like, we need help. The first thing we do is try to get them organized, try to get all their finances in order because they haven't been doing the books. So we don't know where they're at. So we don't know how to guide them. That's the first thing we do. But how do we do that? How do we do that? And it's very stressful for even us to take on the load and say, okay, I'm going to take this from you and we're going to do it. But now that work is on my desk, right? So luckily we have softwares and we have the team to be able to handle that. But when you're on your own, what I really want to encourage and what I really want this episode to be about is how potentially you can do this more on a daily basis, more on a weekly basis, even a monthly basis. I would try to do it more on a daily basis. It's important because to me, it helps with those goals, right? So I'll give you an example. Let's assume that you set goals to say, well, today I want to sell, or this week, I want to sell, you know, 10 widgets, right? So what does that translate to? If you break it down, well, I'm going to work five days this week. So that means I have to sell two widgets a day in order to make that one week goal of 10 widgets for the week. So if you are keeping track of your income and your expenses and your daily transactions, then you're going to know for a fact if you sold those two widgets or not that you were supposed to for that one day. And so I know it's a silly example, but I'm just trying to simplify it as much as I can so that you understand why is it that I like looking at my numbers on a very frequent basis. It's not really about, oh my gosh, I'm not making enough or look how much money I made. It's more about, can I break down my goals a little bit smaller so they're a lot, so they're more achievable. And so if let's say I didn't meet the goal, then I know I got to work a little extra harder the next day because I need to catch up or I don't fall so far behind today. And now if, if we're at the end of the year, and we didn't take the time to look at that goal, how short are we falling? And is that's when we feel the overwhelm. We feel overwhelmed because here we are at the end of the year, and to try to catch up, it's very difficult. It's very hard because we're trying to put a year's worth of goals into the next week. Well, it's very overwhelming it can become very stressful. I'm not saying you can't do it. I have seen people pull off some crazy stuff. You know, sometimes when push comes to shove, we end up, you know, putting this extra oomph and this extra energy. And all of a sudden we do all of the work we were supposed to do all year in that one week. It's so doable. I've seen people pull off some crazy stuff. Not recommended, right? Because I mean, the stress level is crazy, but some people work better under pressure. I still don't recommend it, but again, everybody, you know, to each their own. Now, what I like about keeping it a little more consistent, 
is that if we could keep that consistency level, then that consistency level will help us have a little bit better of a balance. It'll help us create more of that work-life balance. It'll help us create more of that calm, uh, you know, that calmness so that we're not so overwhelmed or stretching. So, but what is that? So it comes down again to doing our homework and to looking at things. Now, I have referenced in the past to visit our website in the section that's called downloadables or downloads. There is an Excel spreadsheet. There's an Excel spreadsheet. It's nothing fancy. You can turn it into a Google sheet, something very plain and simple. But what that sheet allows us to do is allows us to account for the income that came in that month and the, the corresponding expenses that went out that month. But at the end, it leaves you with what is your net profit? What is that net profit? How much are you supposed to be paying yourself? How much money, you know, what is left for you? Now, there's something out there called paying yourself first. I like that concept because if you pay yourself first, you know, you're left with maybe a shortage and you're like all of a sudden, well, how am I going to meet the office rent? How am I going to pay my bills? But you go out and you hustle and you bustle to make those. When we leave ourselves to the end, you're like, well, I guess I'm only going to survive off of 500 bucks this week versus if you don't have enough to pay the bills, you go out and you hustle and you bustle harder to make those payments. So again, it's what works best for you, how you handle your stress. And it's each and every individual that has to evaluate what's best for them. In prior past this year, I have mentioned about how, how I have been able to get through the growth of our business the the you know everything that we do in the business has been through a guidance of a business coach I've used business coaches throughout the years in different levels maybe a life coach and a business coach it helps me because they get to see from the outside they get to come in here and judge how the work is being done how we can be more efficient what processes and systems can be implemented to help us run a better, more efficient office. So if that's what you need, then that is the person, you know, you need to find that person to start the year with you, right? To start the new year with you and get you on the right path, get you on the right foot. What I'm trying to say is whatever's going to create less stress for you is what we want to go after. So many clients come in here and they're so stressed and all it takes is a little tweak to say, we got this, right? And so a business coach can totally help us do that and say, we got this. When you deal with the business coach that has, you know, uh, tons of other clients, they see other systems that maybe other companies have that potentially can work for you. And here you are spinning your wheels thinking, how do I make this happen? How do I make this happen? When we're trying to reinvent the wheel when it was already invented by somebody else, we just didn't even know it existed. And these business coaches can literally grab that tool and implement it into your um, business. And before you know it, you become so much more efficient is using tools that 
we didn't even know were out there, but now that they've been introduced to us, have completely shifted our business, have completely shifted us. So I learned that very early on in the business, and I'm grateful for every single business coach that I've had, every single life coach that I've had, because they have guided me through this journey, and I haven't done it alone, but it's been very successful, and my sisters have always been a part of it, and they see, and they see the growth, they see the clarity sometimes that we need and the structure that we need and the benefits of having such coaches. So I recommend if that's something that you feel your business is lacking or that you're lacking personally, that you search out for that perfect individual that can help you put things in your business a little bit more in order, help you chunk it down so it's, a, it's more achievable. Setting goals can sometimes be very overwhelming and can sometimes be frustrating. And it's maybe because we set these really big goals, but if we break it down to a daily basis, a weekly basis, they can be a lot more achievable and a lot easier to handle. So when we come to the end of the year, let's reflect on the things that we accomplished. Give ourselves credit for everything that we accomplished and what we didn't how can we start 2024? How can we start off better? Who out there holds the tools that we need? What can we do to make our business run smoother, to run better? And so that it flourishes, it flourishes and continues to grow. There are a couple of coaches that when we started early on to follow, they talked a lot about branding. What is the brand? What is your name, your company name represent? What is it that it's trying to represent? So those are very important things. Maybe it's branding that you're trying to get out there. Maybe it's time to evaluate your marketing. Maybe it's time to evaluate what is it that is your mission. So things like that are such good things to go over this week because next week it's the new year. Let's get started with that right mentality, that right uh, you know, clarity, clarity that can help us get that year started and move through it, hopefully better than we've had it before. Now, maybe we had a great 2023. I'm not talking about it being awful, but what if 2023 was just such a successful year? We met our goals. We made, um, you know, whether it's financially or maybe it's your health or maybe whatever it may be but we had a great 2023. Well, let's keep it going. How can we bring that over into the new 2024 year to make sure that it continues or that it continues to flourish, it continues to grow? Those are the things that we reflect on and we wanna make sure that within this week and next week, we start to put them into play. One thing that I wanna mention, when we have clients come in, they're new clients, Sometimes one of the things that we talk about that is very difficult is savings. So many of us have little savings. So many of us have, you know, we don't have that rain, rainy day savings available. Well, we want to take that into consideration as just like our bills, right? We got to pay our internet, our cell phone bills, our rent, 
you know, water, utilities, we want to consider our savings one of those things that we have to do. Most of the time, when it comes to savings, people don't take it serious, I guess, is, is, the, is the right frame there. Um, and we want to take that serious because that's what saves us when something falls through, when something doesn't happen, when there's a shift. So again, why, you know, when I first started with one of my business coaches, I told her it's so hard for me to save, like help me save. I deal with numbers every day, but when it comes to my savings, I break all of the rules, right? And that's because I was overwhelmed. I kept saying I wanted to save this big number. She goes, why don't you just start saving $5 a day or $5 a week or $5 a month? Like make it something where it's silly, easy, and achievable. But what happens is you create a pattern, you create a habit. And then before you know it, you can increase that to $10 or $25 or $100 or $1,000, whatever it is that is within your budget. But that consistency is what made that huge difference. So more of let's just set it and forget it kind of a deal. But I recommend that if that's something that you're struggling with, you know, that you can find a way that could potentially like break that pattern of saying I can't save and just figure out a new way to do so. Um, because savings has saved my butt many times um, when there's been a shift in the market clients have called and been like, man, I'm living off my savings. But if they wouldn't have had that savings, they would be literally down to zero. So you really want to avoid finding yourself in that situation, if at all possible. Um, when we meet with clients and we talk about their overall finances, part of the overwhelm comes from not having their stuff in order. So with this new year starting, recommend that you start off by keeping track keeping track of where is the money going when we put together financial reports for clients it's amazing to see when they're like oh my gosh I didn't know I spent this much money on this or I didn't know I spent this much money on that well when you look at it in a black and white report it's obvious it's staring at you in the face when you know, we do a comparison of a month to month. That also brings clients awakening. And when they get to see, man, I didn't realize that I was spending this much in supplies and this much in office and this much in food and this much in marketing. So when you line up all those numbers, you get to see where the money's actually going and is it being fruitful. So make sure that you look at that. Tracking is important to evaluate whether something is giving you that return on your investment or not. So I recommend that you not only keep track of the figures, but you do comparisons and track to make sure that you're getting what the intent of that spending that money is for. And lastly, okay, I hope and wish for everyone out there that we can honestly have a little bit more of a stress-free life. Business is stressful as it is. Being an entrepreneur is stressful enough. But what if we create a little bit more of a balance and get the help that we need, whether it's a virtual assistant, you know, an admin, a bookkeeper, a payroll individual, 
you know, getting your tax advisor, getting your financial advisor, maybe an attorney, whoever the professional out there is, getting that team behind you to help support you, to help support your business so that you can have a little bit more of a stress-free life. I am guilty. I'm very guilty of all of this. Everything I'm telling you, I am guilty of. Um, I've been lucky and blessed enough to have had my family support me, my sisters support me in having the business coaches to help me and guide me. But it's, it's an investment. They cost money that to me is not an expense, but it's an investment. It's, it's what has helped us not only create structure and help us flourish in our business, but has helped me create less stress for myself because I've been able to give up control. It has helped me, um, you know, ask for help where I need the help. And I have a lot less stress than I used to. And one of the things that I reflect on a lot right now is that when we start the business, when I started my career in general, I would always say that everything I did was for my family. Everything that I've done is for my family, for my kids, for my kids to have a better, uh, you know, better upbringing, for my kids to have everything I didn't have. But yet the people that have suffered the most throughout all of this is my kids. And I don't mean like suffering, like pain, suffering. I mean, like the time, time comes from somewhere and the time I have stolen from my kids to be at work, to work tax seasons, to work, you know, 70 hour weeks, 80 hour weeks, you know, and be able to pull off tax seasons over my career, where have those hours come from? They have come from being not being home. I have taken time to do and accomplish one thing, which was my career and being successful at work. But what it has cost, it was cost time away from my kids. It cost me to say, it's tax season. I'll see you guys April 15th. I love you very much, but I'm going to miss dinners. I'm going to miss homework assignments. I'm going to miss projects. I'm going to miss anything and everything that falls within those four months. Birthdays, my daughter's birthday, my birthday. It was like, I can't plan anything because it was tax season. Now it's totally different. Now I have learned to prioritize. If my family, if my kids are truly my why, then they come first. And what I mean by that is times are blocked off. My daughter's birthday is in February. That day is blocked off. That weekend's blocked off. And it's tax season and it doesn't matter. They come first. So I have learned to block those things off before. If you look at my calendar now, they're already blocked off. So there, no one can schedule during those times because those are my whys. They're my important things. If my daughter needs me, if my son needs me, I need to have those things already blocked off so that I am not fighting through my day stressed beyond belief because I got to be here and I got to be there. So learn to look at your calendar now and block those important days, your travel, your vacation your birthdays, time away from the office, just because you want to be home. And even my birthday, it's my birthday, right? My birthday's in February. So I wouldn't block it off. I'd be like, well, I have to work. It is what it is. But I'm also taking that away from my family, taking that away from my kids, 
they want to celebrate my birthday with me. And I wasn't taking that into consideration. Things have definitely changed for the better. I give them the time that is necessary. I prioritize them. And it's amazing how much better I feel and how much more of a balance I have. And the stress level has dropped, which is amazing because I would feel like crap going home knowing that I missed everything, knowing that I just get to kiss them goodnight. And yet the next day I would do it all over again. But it's crazy what we put ourselves through. And yet we're doing this for them. But at the same time, that's who we're hurting. So definitely something for you to reflect. Think about it. If that's you, I recommend you really sit back and evaluate what are truly the priorities, what is truly your why, And who's getting the short end of the stick in all of this, right? We all have the same 24 hours in a day, but what we do with them, we all do different things. We all have different priorities. So maybe evaluate that. This is the season to do so. We start new year and I wish you guys nothing but the best in the new year. More health, more prosperity, more love, more happiness, anything and all positive things. From Prominence and my team and all of us here, we wish you guys a happy new year and we'll see you guys in the new year. Thank you all for being here. Follow us on prominence.services and our website is prominencebusiness.com. Until next time. So if your mindset is ready to excel to the next level and you want to give up the multiple hats to a business who will support you, then schedule a call with us today. We can be reached at 626-825-8249. Please give us a review and share us with your friends and family.